0: In this edition, we visit with Chris Cochran, a skilled guitarist admired for adventurous contributions to the improvisation scene, hybrid compositions for dance and concert settings, and thoughtful poetic songs that reflect identity and social structures, all in a unique and instantly recognizable style. Cochran walks us through it all, illustrated with concert and studio recordings from the 90s to the present, and now Chris Cochran
1: can't happen once, can't happen twice. No, 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 It once. Didn't happen twice. No, no, no.
2: once or was it twice?
1: a lot of music stuff from dad both mom and dad lots of music in the house there was tons of music in the house dad big jazz fan mom opera and stuff but so he would take us to a lot of cultural events you know museums opera and such and he was a big jazz fan had a pretty interesting record collection but he thought he would be hip and take us to something and he took us to see the mothers of invention in 1967 and we were dressed in my sister had a party dress on my brother and i had suits and we had crew cuts i wish there was a picture i wish there was a picture you know and i fell asleep and then school where'd you go to school? bard college and at the time i was writing lots of poetry i got in on a poetry scholarship which is just crazy i don't Mm. think things like that happen anymore maybe they do and, you know, it was an incredible thing. I didn't bring my guitar. I would mostly played folk music mm-hmm. in high school. Dylan Beatles band stuff. And I got there and there was an event for the um, freshman incoming class and the upperclassmen were jamming and it sounded like bitches brew. And I was like, whoa, where have I ended up? Started out as a writing major, then history major, then music major, because music just took over. It's where I met Xena parkins she was two classes above me i remember her coming into a music appreciation class and playing schoenberg and bach and i was like who is this person um, a friend of Zena's was subletting an apartment and needed a roommate and i just said yes and it happened to be leslie dolaba who's a trumpet trumpet is? What's it? A trumpet player? How do you say that? I don't know. Something. And she's actually now in Seattle, but that building was um, the building that Elliot Sharp and Zorn and Anthony Coleman and Polly Bradfield lived in. And I didn't know any of these people. And what an incredible place to land, you know, the first summer out of Bard. I just bumped into a huge community of musicians and it was pretty magical. There's always been this tension to me between sort of folk singing and improvising and I, I've often characterized improvised music as a folk music like if you think of that building it was full of I'm being silly, but folk musicians of the East Village, right? You know, and John sort of create, uh, helped develop that community or was part of that community, ABC and such, right? Uh, chandelier, different places. And I, th- I still think of improvised music as folk music. Again, you know, Beatles, Dylan, all that stuff was really important. I really learned how to play guitar by uh, listening to the band and having a book with those songs in it. I think it was really incredibly influential Fred Frith and Chris Cutler came to Bard and did an improvised gig and you know I had known Henry Cow, but thought of them as more song related and they played like two hours of improvised music and I was like what is this I was just like oh you can use the guitar to make sound oh it's about sound
0: Cochran in 2010 with Richard Carrick, Miguel Frasconi, Annie Gosfield and Roger Clyer.
1: And also what's nice about that quintet is the many different influences there like Richard is composer sort of maybe new romantic and then you have Annie who's like you know such so mixed media and then Miguel who comes out of upstate experimental and also Philip Glass and you know and then Roger and I improvising I mean it's quite a mix of people in that ensemble and I think you can hear all those things yet we're also creating something else too currently another part that was going on as I got very involved in the dance community at PS122. We had music dance on Saturday and Sunday mornings, and we'd get together and improvise. But I also met a choreographer named Ishmael Houston-Jones and a writer, Dennis Cooper. And so I wrote music um, for several different dance pieces of Ishmael's, but also John Jasper's, Jennifer Monson, some other people. But some of those were improvised scores. But that gig at Bluette we that night, there's a piece of Dennis Ish in mind that we uh, did called Them, which is one of the first pieces around HIV. We did it in 1986 and then the new museum funded us to uh, remount the piece in 2010 and so the roulette gig was me doing solo renditions of the score from them (laughs) What are you? Mention of Shoes, just to show you kind of my wacky music writing process. The first song was called Insomnia. You know, started out like a Led Zeppelin riff. You know, not that interesting. And then I get together with the bass player, Richard Dworkin and J.D. Foster, and all of a sudden Richard brings in this New Orleans rhythm to it. It's like, oh, well, that's interesting. Different than what I had intended. And then a friend of mine did a Ravel gig, and I really liked the chord progression from the beginning of this Ravel gig. And so I asked Zena just to loop it over the New Orleans rhythm. And it all of a sudden completely changed it. It wasn't a Led Zeppelin song at all. And then Alan Lomax's first recordings of one of his first uh, assignments was to go to Haiti and record music. And that had just been released at the time. And I loved a couple of those tunes. And so I asked, I had some lyrics that were about me being in Mexico. in Veracruz is where um, the Europeans came ashore. And I asked Gelsey Bell to sing one of these Haitian melodies with those lyrics. So, interesting, the song ends up being about the Caribbean. Right. But it's, and it's also about sort of me stealing sources, which is something Led Zeppelin did. Like, it was, this is all unconscious, right? And it became this really very rich song, you know, the magic of creating music, you know, and being open to mistakes and being open to who you're playing with and different
2: influences.
0: We have been listening to the stories and music of composer, guitarist, improviser, singer, songwriter, and community advocate Chris Cochran, and collaborators. These programs are made possible in part with support from the National Endowment for the Arts and the Grammy Museum. This is David Weinstein at the desk. Thanks, all. You have been listening to the roulette tapes Program of adventurous music and conversation. This series is produced by Roulette Intermedium. You can find thousands of concert recordings from Roulette's archives and news of upcoming events at roulette.org.